G'day community and welcome to the Jock Reynolds Supercoach Podcast. I am Dog. It is the final round of the season. Is it the final round of the season? It is. It's scary. God for that. <laughs> I'm joined by Azza. Azza, you beautiful man. Thank you for jumping on this last minute quick recording. I figured we probably should do one around 22 like <laughs> there's not heaps to talk about there's a lot not a lot of trades floating around but i figured we may as well have a quick chat how are you you beautiful man oh i'm great mate it's uh good to have me back on the podcast especially for the last one good to be here good to talk some last minute carnage that we're probably foreseeing you know injuries retirements and whatnot looks forward to a fun podcast uh, it should be good. Thank you to Telebeats for the music. Shout out to jockreynolds.com.au. Jump on there to check out all of the weekly content from scouting reports to cheat sheets, all the beautiful people on there doing beautiful things. And make sure whatever Supercoach content you consume, or fantasy content, or football content, say thanks to the producers because it's been a long, bloody year. And <laughs> I, I mean, I say this is the final round of Supercoach. It certainly won't be the last podcast because I am a masochist. But. It's the last one in relation to this AFL season. Hazza, it was bloody carnage on the weekend. I I really struggled. I ended up actually having two donuts uh, with Tom Stewart out now, seemingly for the season, including finals, and Stephen May is allowed out, laid out. Uh, Did you cop any donuts? Yeah, sadly, I'm in the same boat as many people that, um, you know, had Jake Lloyd out, Tom Stewart out. Uh, who else do I have? Um, Stephen May. Uh, so that exhausted all my bench and more. Um, you know, and then it had uh, all the injury woes that have come with Dustin Martin and the like. So it's been a challenge to finish the uh, end of the season off. So part of me is uh, glad it's coming to an end. Yeah, we, we preach hold trades all season long and we don't do it. And then we get hit in yeah. the final rounds with resting. They've scrapped for the pre-finals by, so we're going to expect a few players to get rested this week as well. It's going to be a bit of carnage, but we'll run through who is going to be around for Supercoach selection. If you've got Riley O'Brien from Adelaide, he's probably won. He's not going to play this week, so if you still have him in the ruck and you had some had to move him on, he's an option to be traded. There's not a hell of a lot of option to replace him with, but... If you got Kieran Strawn on the bench, ruck forward 146k, hey. hey, he scored 82 on the weekend and he'll play again this week, it looks like. So um, direct swaps for O'Brien. Is there many? He's 508k. You could probably look at like Tom Hickey. It's probably about it. As well, of. Yeah, Tom Hickey. I mean, again, if you've got a bit of cash... Todd Goldstein's still in the mix and averaging 110 in the past five, you know, only an extra 40, you know, odd K. Uh, I mean, Oscar McKerney, again, if you've got some cash in the bank, he's um, in ripper form at the moment, averaging 127 in the past three rounds. Could be a nice, you know, very late pod. But, yeah, other than that, you're stretching it really thin. Yeah, it's pretty much if you're in your grand final you know, and you got trades left, you're aiming here to 
either get a pod that you think is going to put you over the top or to nullify an opponent's selection. So just keep that in yeah. mind. If you have uh, a final this week, we'll move on through the list. That's probably the only relevant one for Adelaide. For Brisbane, not a hell of a lot of super coach relevancy, but hey, Cam Rayner, the, the closer, the, the sooner the season ends, the sooner we can pick Cam Rayner at F1 yeah. next year, has it? That's exactly right. I cannot wait to pick him up again and uh, have him hurt me again. <laughs> but there'll be a few players like that that I'm already looking at for Supercoach 2022. Uh, Wayne Malir is another one that's going to hurt me, Ooh, I can yeah. tell. Oh, he's going to burn me. I'm ready to be hurt again. Yep. <laughs> Carlton have no relevance really for Supercoach Sam Walsh. Uh, he oh, Cripps play. is probably likely to return though. Oh, yeah. I guess I guess people still probably have Cripps. So. <laughs> A little bit of a bench loophole for you if you do have coming in for Eddie Betts' final game. Shout out to Eddie Betts. Very sad to see him go. Better mm. Adelaide player than he was Carlton player, but God, I love him with all of my heart. Yep, he will be uh, a huge loss to the AFL. Yeah, and yeah, like he's more than just a footy player, right? More than just an exactly. Adelaide or a Carlton player. So uh, hopefully he sticks around in, in some way or shape or form. Collingwood. No relevance here for Supercoach players at home. Essendon, we saw uh, Cale Hooker retire today, but I don't think there's any Supercoach players that we need to worry about here. Nick Hind had a very good weekend. That's about yeah. that's about the highlight of of that for Supercoach. Oh, obviously Darcy Parrish and Zach Merritt have been bloody good this year. Yeah, and it's unlikely we'll see Kyle Langford probably back this week from a hamstring injury. Um, the club won't wash him back. Um, but again, I know no. he's sort of one that people have picked up in the late part of the season. I think uh, I think he's a test without Hammy, but yeah. you'd think with, with finals potentially on the cards, uh, in, yep. well, not this week, next week, no no bye, they'll no. want him for that game. So one to if you got him, you're probably going to need to trade him if you, if you can. Fremantle, I don't think we had any. Yeah. They've got so many injuries that I don't think we had anyone. <laughs> no injury. relevant go down. Well, no injuries, but of course, Andrew Brayshaw uh, has served his one match suspension and will come back straight in. Oh, of course, of course. Yes, uh, Brayshaw, if you held him, make sure to get him on field this week. Geelong, we talked about it before, oh, but yeah. uh, it was a real killer. Tom Stewart, done for, done for the That's... year. Like, that's huge. Laid out, slight. They said they're like, oh, he's got a slight foot problem, and now yeah. it's oh no, he's done for the year. Yeah, um, that old Langford um, injuries come to really hurt us. Um, it's a bit of a bit of a bit of a yeah, strange one. But uh, we'll all wish him all the best, and yeah, hopefully uh, he doesn't end up um, missing too much of next year because he is one that we all would love to pick as our um, defense lock number one for twenty twenty two. Yeah, going to need him to do the majority of preseason to lock him in for sure. And Paddy Dangerfield came back from that larynx injury, scored 169 points on the weekend, was bloody massive. It's huge. This uh, Geelong effort, they're missing a few names. Stewart, uh, Duncan, Henderson, Tui. Actually, I think Henderson played last week, but yeah. there's a few, few names missing there. Yeah, there is. And uh, it's going to test de- the depth, but I mean, Geelong's just got so much of it going through their entire side. We'll probably likely see, um, you know, uh, Rowan Narkel, um, sorry, Quinton Narkel, I should say, and Gary Rowan back in. And, I mean, it'll be really interesting to see how they use um, 
Mark Bitslavs as well too, whether he um, takes up Tom Stewart's spot in defence. Yeah, it sounds like there was an article on the... I think it was on the AFL site. It sounds mm. like he's going to be slotted back into defence, yeah. or at least that's what people are guessing. So uh, if we had Supercoach finals as a game, he'd be a bloody good option. Well, I mean, if people want it, I mean, they could always just ask someone kindly to make it happen. <laughs> Moving <laughs> on to Gold Coast, Jack Bowes is like, hey. if you've got him, <laughs> which you, if you've listened <laughs> to me this season, you have, uh, you know, you know, he was shit and dropped. Then he came on as a sub, scored higher than he had oh. in like six weeks. And then last week he was shit again. So um, I don't know, probably unlikely to see him play this week. But Gold Coast, yeah. like the Blues just want the season to be over. Well, and especially with Gold Coast flying in Jared Harbrow for his final um, match as well now that he's um, announced his retirement. I dare say that it's probably going to be Bose out and uh, Harbrow in. Yeah, which is Which is nice. just, yes. I guess. <laughs> we, sure. <laughs> GWS, to actually reckon Stephen Ganigliog is going to play, but yeah. Tom Green looks unlikely, sounds like. Oh, I would say Tom, yeah. Faces a fitness test, but why would they play him? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're already going to have the likes, as he said, Stephen Ganiglio, um available from um, toe soreness, and then Toby Green will return from suspension, of course, as well. So I yeah, dare say that they'll probably rest uh, green for at least another week. Yeah, and there's uh, a chance that Braden Proust is going to probably not play AFL level, but get, get some games under his belt uh, before yep. the end of the year and, and we'll be able to see what he looks like for next year because he'll be a very yeah. popular selection. Oh, very cheap as well too. Probably in the uh, realms of below 250K, which is going to be huge. Yeah, that's that's very exciting. Very juicy. Hawthorne, don't think we've got any Supercoach injury-relevant news from that game. Melbourne, Tom McDonald looks likely to come back. Yeah, no, that's right, yeah. Um, And hopefully, again, Stephen May should return uh, from that um, late withdrawal as well too, which will be very handy for a lot of sides. Yeah, they they just rested him, so he'll he'll be back. for those who have him, which is me, because I desperately need him to win a couple and of uh, couple of matches. <laughs> North Melbourne, I mean, they've got very Nothing little super coach relevance anyway. Hey, hey, Ford hey. Adel- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously they've got Aaron Hall and Jake Zeeble <laughs> and whatnot, but, I mean, let's be honest. That's about it. Moving on. Yeah, Port Adelaide, Lockie Jones is a couple of weeks away, so that doesn't help anyone who's got him on the bench. Yeah. No super coach relevance there. Um, Trent McKenzie has had a nice little season, but obviously no one has yeah. it. Richmond, I kind of welcome back, you'd think, fit or not, David Asprey, who doesn't have super That's coach right. relevance, but he has retired. So yeah. we worth noting. Oh, I did skip when we talked to Carlton as a, I didn't mention Levi Casbolt. He's not been offered another contract. He hasn't officially retired, I don't think. He hasn't yeah. been offered another contract. Yeah, I think it was a bit weird, the announcement, because um, I think there's been some different um, talks in the uh, uh, media circles. I know Seven AFL had suggested that he had retired um, when they posted it on his Facebook page, but, I mean, other places have said that, no, it's been, he's not been offered a contract. So it'll be interesting to see what's actually really happened there. But 
If Casmo continues to play, good luck to him. <laughs> good luck to whoever picks him up, a.k.a. <laughs> GWS or Geelong. St. Kilda have about a 1,000 players out, but I don't think any of it's super coach relevant. I guess Ryder, yeah. uh, whether he plays or not, affects Rowan Marshall's scoring, and that's probably about it. That's You're probably right. I mean, uh, the only other one, I suppose, people are still carrying Tom Highmore as well because he was a laid out um, against the Cats and probably could return. Um, but, yeah, other than that, it's, yeah, not much happening at St Kilda. Then at Sydney, we see Jake Lloyd's probably, well, he's going to play this weekend. Callum Yay. Mills has a chance to play. And uh, yeah. Josh Kennedy, if you had him, he's uh, done a hammy. So he's certainly not going to play this week. Yeah, and also um, Nick Blakey too. I mean, I had almost picked him up um, yes, in the second half. <laughs> almost. <laughs> but, yeah, he's obviously out for the rest of the season after fracturing his fibula, of all things. Yeah, well, we. Um, West Coast. Here's an interesting one. Willie Rioli is, is going to play yeah. this weekend. <laughs> is that you. bad for Supercoach? Hazza? <sighs> Look, it is and it isn't. I mean, you know, it'll be really interesting to see how he performs straight back after two years out um, without playing an AFL game. I, he, he, if he, he, this year he was priced at about two ninety six thousand. If he does score big, it, I don't know if it'll impact him too much on next year's score because, uh, you know, Supercoach doesn't really tend to take into account one game more than, you know, uh, it's more when you get to that three-game average that they start to play around with it. But if he does score really well, I think it's going to entice a lot of people for, for 2022. If he doesn't, then people are probably going to be a bit more cautious and see what happens in the preseason, and that's exactly what I'll be doing for sure. Well, if Supercoach is generous, even if he comes out and tons up this week, which I think is unlikely, but if Supercoach yeah. gener- is generous, what do we reckon he's going to be priced at if he was at two ninety six this year? Let's just like let's act as if he hadn't played a game this year. Well, yeah, if, if that was the case, then um, generally we've seen that Supercoach uh, HQ tends to put on a twenty to thirty percent discount for players um, that haven't played. A game, generally, it seems to be more in the realm uh, for Willie. would be 30% because he's been out for two years. So it'd be around 200K. Yeah, he would be, which would be incredibly juicy. Yeah, as a forward option, up and down yep. scoring in the past. But just someone to keep an eye on moving forward, I think. Exactly. Uh, I think he's exci- He's an exciting option. I mean, what did he get? He, in his debut year, I think he averaged 69 or something, 70 thereabouts. So, uh just one no oh, no that was not his debut year that would have been the year after whatever doesn't matter <laughs> 200k 200k all right uh and the western bulldogs i don't know if any of this is going to come into play they've got all their big guns playing that's all that yeah. really matters for us yeah nothing there to of note I mean, for the fun of it, because we do it every week, as well, let's take a look at some rookie options that coaches can look at. Rookies? Are they still a thing? No, but hey, like I, we do it in every <laughs> single podcast. So of course. Let's, let's take a look at it. I mean, I guess the guy who's going to be generating the most cash is Jake Bowie or Jake Bowie. I don't know how to say yeah, his name. Jake Bowie. 173K. Even of negative forty-two, but I don't think he's going to attract too many uh, too many suitors. I don't think any of these players are going to attract too many suitors. 
Oh, look, I mean, you'd be really stretching it um, if you're picking up a rookie this late. The only reason you'd be doing so, if you've got two trades up your sleeve and you're going for a, a downgrade and a, an upgrade, but realistically with one round to play, you'd probably be looking at a 102,000 player rather than Bowie at 117,000. Yeah, if you desperately needed anyone who yeah. was dirt cheap, it's like Kieran Strawn, 146.7K, scored 82 on the weekend. It's Cooper like, Sharman, 102. Yeah, Cooper Sharman. scored 73. Um, Connor Downey, if you think he can get a better run, 44 in his yeah. real debut. Corey Durden only at 37. Mm. Brody Kemp only at 20. James um, Peatling's another at 102, but I would say it's likely he'll miss this week. He'll probably um, be worried yeah, out. Ex- I'd yeah. expect him to, to get dropped. Giant Duke yeah. Newcomb uh, came back, though. Yeah. He scored 94, which was – he's a tackling beast. I think he's going to be a very interesting like player moving into the future for the super coaches. Um, yeah, for sure. Because, like, what's he, what's he done in his – he's had 11 tackles – against the Bulldogs in the week, and he's had 14 in his debut game, uh, three, four, and seven in his other games. Like, if he can continue those high numbers, he's always going to produce points just from yeah. that. Um, and then Sam Durham, um, at another 200K player, scored 93 at his best game as a mature age mid-season pickup so far. But for the most part, as a, we're not yeah. worrying about any of these players, are we? No, I think it's... If, if you're having to worry, there's something really gone wrong for your season. I don't think there's anything we really have to, to cover off in this podcast. As I just wanted to get something out so people could have a, a few minutes to, to themselves to think about um, something other than the world being an awful place. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, what about your captain choices this week, Luke? Who are you looking at? Yeah, I'll tell you that right now. Now, you know, I like to just go purely on average against opponent and average at venue. And then from there, I uh, take into consideration who's in form. But Clayton Oliver is a pretty easy choice. Last yep. three against Geelong, 123, 141, 111. Uh, averages 122 against Geelong and 134 at Cadinia Park. Now, I guess the um, the interesting thing is, is though a lot of people are going to be really drawn to Oliver. If you're in a, a Supercoach final and you want to go a bit of a pod, who do you, would you suggest people look at then instead? Yeah, there's there's a few options that I don't mind. If you have balls and you think that Lockie Neal's can crack out one of his 150s, which he's done twice this year, and he's had a relatively mm. poor year. He does love playing uh, the West Coast Eagles. Averages 116 against them, averages 118 at the Gabba. But another pod I'd look at, Rory Sloan against your North Melbourne. Nice. Yep. Averages 113, averages 111. Adelaide Ovals, 122 last week he scored, which was, uh, which was a nice little return against Melbourne. And uh, last three... Well, he missed the last game, 88 and 110 in his last two against North. What about you? You got anything that uh, interesting you? Oh, look, I, 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 I can't go past um, Took Miller at the moment. He is just absolutely – he is he, I'm just in love with him, to be honest, and I will have, definitely have him as my vice-captain this week. Probably going to give the likes of McRae and Bont a miss on the Friday, which, again – could be risky, but these are the types you've got to make at uh, round 23 when you really start to not care because you've <laughs> you know taken a nosedive. But other than that, I'll probably also look at um, 
or maybe going, you know, left completely left field and go Aaron Hall for captain. Yeah, hey, that's that's not crazy. <laughs> I mean, look, there's any of these big guns: Danger, yeah. McRae, Bond, Tom Mitchell, even Nick Nat and Max Gorn love, and Brody yeah. Grundy all love their opponents this week. Like, I think it's going to be a pretty safe week for VCCs. But yeah, pods, pods, interesting. Basically, just what I'm suggesting people do out there in their grand finals: take a flyer on your VC. Um, take yep. an absolute flyer on someone you think can go big and then, I mean, either neutralise the captaincy or just go with a solid option like Clayton Oliver. I think uh, is a pretty simple play. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think, you know, if you've got somebody that's going to kick a bag as well too, uh, could be worth a look in. I mean, who knows what Buddy Franklin might do against uh, Gold, poor old Gold Coast, but you'd have to be an absolutely brave soul to do anything like that. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's probably not a move I'm willing to make. Is there any retirees playing their last Ooh. game that could go big? I'm trying to think. Like, I don't Ooh. think Eddie Betts is going to come out and kick eight goals, and you should trade him in. I can't. I, I don't know if there's any major super coach scorers playing their last game. Yeah, I'm just um, even trying to look at um, huge round twenty three scores. I mean, the only other, the only one of note that has retired is um, Tom Tom Rockliffe. Um, who back and who's not going to be day. playing? <laughs> no, but he yeah, scored 179 in round 23. But um, no, it's Max Gorn that uh, um, tops out round 23 with 212. Oh, again against uh, poor old North Melbourne down in uh, Blundstone <laughs> Arena in 2019 in round 23. Uh, went absolutely ballistic that day. That's um. I don't. I'm not expecting that to happen again. <laughs> no, no, no. Again, he's not playing North Melbourne. But I mean, look, maybe it's Kieran Strawn against North Melbourne. <laughs> hey, Kieran Strawn's a beast. I'm telling you, he is Strawn. a beast. Well, I, I could not believe it when um, fan, our good old friend Fantasy Frico mentioned that at uh, halftime, Kieran Strawn had more hitouts to advantage than Max Gorn and Luke Jackson combined. It was unreal. Wow. What a beast. Kid's got a future ahead of him. I think he's already like 26, so he better get a a wriggle on. (laughs) All right, Azza, look, I think it's been short and sharp, but uh, there's not a hell of a lot to talk about. Good luck, community, if you're in your grand finals. Exactly. We're always here, aren't we, Azza? That's right, we are. You can always hit us up on Twitter. Um, My handles, Azza Jewel, Lekdog's pretty simple. His is just Lekdog, and, of course, then there's all the uh, magnificent folk at the Jock Reynolds community you can hit up as well on Twitter, Twitch, or Facebook, or wherever you would like to post. I mean, hell, you can even send us a pigeon carrier message. I might even receive it. (laughs) Yeah, there's a chance. Yeah. There's always a chance. Exactly. All right, Azza, thank you for joining me, you beautiful human being. Absolute pleasure as always, Lek. Catch you later, community.